Backstage Pass is made possible by Maurer Productions On Stage, producers of the classic musical Man of La Mancha, being presented at the Kelsey Theater in West Windsor, New Jersey. Hello and welcome to Backstage Pass, Central New Jersey's community theater podcast. I'm Diana Maurer and I will be moderating this session. We'll be talking about the classic musical, Man of La Mancha, being presented by Maurer Productions on stage at the Kelsey Theater in West Windsor, New Jersey. Inspired by the novel Don Quixote by Miguel de Cervantes, published in 1605, the musical was written by Dale Wasserman and tells the story of the mad knight, Don Quixote. With Cervantes as the central character, he acts out his story for his fellow prisoners as he awaits a hearing with the Spanish Inquisition. Originally produced on Broadway in 1965, it ran for over 2,000 performances and won five Tony Awards, and the musical has been revived numerous times, becoming one of the most enduring works of the stage and making the song The Impossible Dream a standard in musical theater. With me today to talk about the onstage production is director John Maurer, musical director Buzz Herman, and the actors Daniel Petrovich, who plays Don Quixote, Sam Rosalski, who plays Sancho Panza, and Mira Mohan, who plays Eldonza. Thank you, everyone, for being here. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Okay, my first question is for John. What drew you to the show? Why did you pick Men of La Mancha for the 08-09 season? Well, we were looking for a show that had the right mixture of music, drama, and comedy. And this show basically has it all. It is a classic in the theater. And in looking at the show itself, it was one that was always on my list as one that I wanted to produce bring to the Kelsey stage. Um, what are the challenges in putting the show together? Well, it takes place all in a prison. You've got a situation where we first have to turn the Kelsey Theater into a prison, fill it with prisoners. During the course of the show itself, almost everybody is on stage at some point. There's no point where the stage is completely empty. There are prisoners moving on and off, music cues things in, there's underscoring, there's a lot of things that happen on stage that just sort of flow one into another and trying to keep that organized through the entire rehearsal process started to be a bit a concerning, challenge. For, a challenge for me, yes. Mm -hmm. Buzz, this show contains some of the best known and loved music of the theater. How did you approach the production and what challenges did you face? Well, I would say that it contains one very well-known uh, piece. The rest of them um, are not generally known. Um, as far as challenges, let me take that first. Um, from an instrumental standpoint, um, putting together the orchestra, there's a tremendous challenge in that there are no strings in this, uh, no keyboards at all. It's only winds, and guitar is the only uh, instrument that provides a chordal background. I know of no other show that uses that kind of instrumentation. As far as that song or any of the other songs, I think the primary characters, uh, partly because of the fact that it's a play within a play, but also because of who they are representing, these are very complex characters that um, require a couple of different faces uh, as they go through the play. And some of those actually, some of those uh, changes take place during the songs. So it's a challenge in that respect to try and, from uh, a musical standpoint, portray those concepts. John, when you were casting the show, 
What were you looking for? I was looking for people who could bring depth to the characters. This show itself can be played very two-dimensionally. Aldonza can always be mad. Sancho can always just be funny or a clown. And I was looking for people who could bring some depth to it so the characters become more three-dimensional, had uh, a little more feeling to them. You see on their faces that when they go from realization to realization that it registers with them. And if it registers with them, it will register with the audience. So we were looking for people in the cast that could pull this off. Now, we were very lucky. We had a lot of people show up for the auditions. We had not only people who have worked with us before, which is sort of rewarding for us. It means that we're doing something right, that people want to come back and perform with us again. But a lot of new faces who have never worked with us. In fact, our three leads, Aldanza, Don Quixote, and Sancho, have never worked with us before. So this is a new experience for all of us getting used to how each other works. Dan, you're playing a title character, an iconic figure of the stage. A daunting task for any actor, how did you approach the role? The role is one of my favorites. I've done it uh, previously, but um, in approaching it, Cervantes is almost the voice of the director throughout the show. So you have to find out what the director's thinking, take that into Cervantes, which then translates into the play within the play. It's kind of fun to, you have to play it on three different levels. He's, he's Cervantes, he's Quixote, and he's Kiana, but in the back of my head I always try to figure out what the director wants in that move because he is really the voice of the director on the stage. So you're stuck in my head then. <laughs> I try. <laughs> poor, poor thing. <laughs> Um, as you said, you've done the role before. How does working with a different director and a different cast provide different nuances for this particular role? When I take on any role, I stay within the moment that I'm working. And it, the reactions and uh, the movement is all really keyed off of the people that you're playing with. So the two uh, leads that are sitting with us now other than me, are totally different than the people that I worked with before. And it actually helps me find new things to bring into the character. And things that may have worked in the past won't work now. And vice versa, things that I'm discovering now would not have worked in the previous discussion. So it's, it's uh, I keep it new, I keep it fresh. Yep. Sam. As Sancho, you're playing the quintessential sidekick. He has been called the faithful companion, his master's protector, and the clown. What drew you to the role, and what do you think Sancho is? Well, uh, Sancho is really the, the, the Renaissance idea of the everyman, the, the common man that has his head on straight, uh, the common man that um, uh, takes care of Don Quixote, yet he's, uh, he's uh, a friend as well as a servant. I liked uh, Sancho because it is a sidekick role, and I like sidekick roles. Uh, <laughs> I've played Smee and various other roles like that. Um, the first time I played uh, Sancho was 25 years, 20 years ago. and. Um, and it was all very new. I had to learn it very quickly. Um, but I've always wanted to play it again. Uh, it's, uh, it's a role that is funny and touching and, 
sensitive and and I get a chance to sing like I sing. So I, I really love the part. <laughs> Mira. Aldonza is one of the central characters of the play in the attention of Don Quixote, and in a way becomes a symbol of hope that we can all make our lives better if we truly choose to. What were you looking for when you auditioned for the part? Um, when I auditioned for Aldonza, I was looking for a challenge. There is a rawness to Aldonza's character and the person that she is, and in that there's a natural challenge. Um, because she wears her emotions on her sleeve, because there are very little, very few pretenses about her, it's very easy to make her one-dimensional. So I was looking for a role where I would almost have to rebuild the life of a character that you don't see on stage, rebuild her history, who she was, how she came to be who she is, so that when wandering the stage, almost wearing my emotions out there for everyone to see, I didn't portray her as simply angry. I gave her dimension. I made people wonder, or I make people wonder, who is she? What happened to her that it brought her to this place? And you know, in her being so raw, again, the whole challenge there is I need to understand all of those things in my mind and in my heart and become her so that when I'm out there portraying those emotions, people don't oversimplify that and see that as simply anger or simply frustration or at the end, the real end goal is to see that she has embraced the Dulcinea that was inside Aldanza, rather than simply saying, well, she turned from one person into another. I should have portrayed her in a way that people see that transition of her going from saying, I am this one thing, I'm jaded, I'm angry, I've been hurt by my experiences, to say, I'm also willing to see those things inside me that are beautiful without letting go of who I am and what I've been through. So in auditioning, I was really looking for something that would work me like a horse, and this role does. <laughs> so. Speaking of challenges, did you realize the, uh, the role was going to be as physically challenging as it is? I've seen I some of the rehearsals. and uh, I had never seen the show. I read various synopses, and I recognized that there were going to be some violent scenes. Um, they did a great job of warning me before I took the role that there would be some violent scenes, so I think I anticipated it being challenging. Whether or not I knew how bruised and pain, bruising and painful <laughs> it would be before I actually got into it, well, that's probably no. I, I had no sense of how often I'd limp home. <laughs> One of the things we were trying to do in putting this together was not take them out of the fact that they are in a prison. Sometimes you see the show, and once the play within a play starts, the whole concept of a prison sort of goes away. And we were trying to build in the fact that these are prisoners and they have a life outside of this little play that they're doing. Uh, people are still in the corner trying to get food or trying to warm themselves. Uh, they're trying to, to keep, to survive in there while this play is going on. So it sort of shifts back and forth from there. And we tried to build some of that into the blocking so people weren't just, you know, okay, we're into a play now, let's sing to the audience. Sounds like quite a challenge for you and your actors. It has been. <laughs> Before we wrap up, are there any other shows coming up this season? Well, the Kelsey Theater has a lot of shows coming up this season. As for Mauer Productions itself, La Mancha is the final one of our 2008-09 season. And we're presently putting together the list for next year. And our newsletter, which comes out the beginning of February, will announce the shows that we will be doing next year. So we're hoping everybody will take the opportunity after February 1st when their email shows up that they go out and they look at the newsletter and uh, see what's coming up next season. 
And it will post it on the website as well, correct? Yes, it is. Okay. Thank you. Performances of Men of La Mancha will be at the Kelsey Theater on the West Windsor campus of Mercer County Community College and will begin on February 6th and run through February 15th. Tickets are $16 with discounts for seniors and students. Go to www.kelseyatmccc.org or call 609-570-3333 for further information and reservations. I want to thank my guests, John Maurer, Buzz Herman, Daniel Petrovich, Sam Rosalski, and Mira Mohan for speaking with us today. Thanks. Thanks for thank having us. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having us. For Backstage Pass, I'm Diana Maurer. Thank you for listening. <laughs>